and welcome back to the podcast this is to be candid with your host amber which is me if you can work that out i am so happy to have you back thank you so much for clicking on this next episode i don't even know what episode we're at right now the numbers are already getting confusing which is so exciting because it means we're making a lot of episodes it is currently a very busy day there is a lot going on we have flatmates in the kitchen we have construction happening in the apartment downstairs you know it's just a typical little glimpse into the life of London living you know living in lockdown with flatmates all the London construction that's forever constant like it never stops I can promise you that but nonetheless we have podcasts to record this is going to be a really fun one all about how to be confident in a world of social media comparison and just high expectations that I think we put on ourselves now more than ever and I'm really excited to chat this through with you like always I'm not a professional like I have no qualifications I'm not a therapist or anything the whole point of this podcast is for us to almost be like two pals just sat down having conversation whether that's over a cup of tea in the kitchen whether that's over facetime whether that's you know with a porn star martini in hand at a really cool bar wherever you can imagine yourself whichever setting suits you best i'm there with you and we're there to have a candid chat all about things that people tell you you're supposed to have figured out or that shouldn't be an issue or things that you usually feel a little bit uncomfortable about talking about I guess and we're just putting it all out there you know we're being vulnerable we're being open with each other and that's what I'm here to do today so I hope you take everything I say with a little pinch of salt I'm not saying these things are going to cure all your problems or these are things you definitely have to do like these are just my experiences and things I've learned along the way which I wanted to share with you like I would any of my friends so I hope you really enjoy this podcast but I guess if we are sat down having a casual chat before we dive into the deep stuff I would give you a little life update now honestly like I said I'm living in lockdown right now there is not a lot going on so I feel like the life updates are getting less and less as these podcasts progress so much so that I'm now in the mindset that days of the week are a construct and time doesn't really exist so much so that on Saturday at midnight I decided to go ahead and make some white chocolate chip cookies now usually I wouldn't have done that but I just think because I'm not working this week and like I said like I'm just staying home really I'm just trying to make the most of whenever I feel like I have enough energy to do something whenever I feel like an urge to do something I'm just going with it because honestly I want every day to be fun whether I'm stuck at home or living my best life in London like whatever the scenario is I want to be having fun and doing some random stuff so I made white chocolate chip cookies and guys are they the best ones I've made yet they were so so good um and then I spent the whole of Sunday eating the said white chocolate chip cookies and reading We Were Liars by E.E. Lockhart which I would highly recommend I've seen it in so many different places like so many recommendations from different people like influencers friends all of the above and I would be one of those people to also recommend it it was so so good I could not put it down I finished it in four hours I was kind of determined that I was going to spend the day reading this book and I was going to finish it on that day but I did not expect to get through it as fast as I did but it's such such like a gripping book you can't put it down it's a bit of a psychological thriller which I personally love I love being like on the edge of my seat and I find that in a book it's easier to handle like I'm quite a scaredy cat when it comes to movies and stuff like I don't really like 
scary quote-unquote movies but in a book it's just your imagination like they're just words on a page and I know it's the same in a movie like they're just actors blah 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 but for me a, a movie is way more convincing like I don't know because I'm the one imagining it in my head when I'm reading a book I can make it as nasty or as not nasty as I like which I much prefer so I would highly recommend if you're looking for like a book to take on a weekend away with you or just have a few hours to burn reading a book definitely would recommend We Were Liars by E. Lockhart which I think is what it's called have I been saying that wrong no I haven't I've been saying that right fabulous so I think we'll go ahead and get into the main segment of today's podcast I guess I also obviously want to mention that if you have been here before if this is not your first podcast you've clicked on please go ahead and leave a review because it would mean so so much to me it's how other people find the podcast and it would also just be really cool to see your guys feedback and what you think of the podcast so far so definitely go ahead and do that and obviously you can go ahead and follow us on our instagram page which is at to be candid podcast where i post lots of like behind the scenes and you can also be involved in future episodes coming up which i'm very very excited about but yeah today we are here to talk about how to be confident with the world we live in at the moment and I think if we're going to talk about this properly I need to kind of take a step back and talk about my childhood for a minute because I do really think that's kind of where your confidence stems from I think people gain confidence or like their level of confidence or their default set for confidence I guess from a very early age so I grew up with a very confident single working mum my parents split when I was five and as much as my dad was like still very much involved it really was my mum bringing me and my sister up um she met my stepdad a couple or a few years later after um splitting with my dad but he was never like a father figure for me I guess because I already had my dad in the picture and it just meant that my mum's parenting decisions and choices were hers and hers alone like she didn't really I mean, I'm sure she did consult my stepdad, but he wasn't the one, like, enforcing rules or anything. So to me, I very much viewed her as, like, a single working mum. And she just seemed super confident. And I think that's kind kind of your first initial experience with confidence is through imitation, I guess, of your parents. Like, for me, my mum was always very outgoing and stood up tall and was the first to talk in a conversation. And it was just very bubbly personality. And she was always I don't know just quite kind in the way she spoke to herself and others and I just found that to be something that I then imitated as I was like a very tiny child growing up so I'm sure that happens the other way around if your parents say like slumps a little or like is a bit withdrawn or what have you I'm sure you kind of imitate that behavior or that body language as well Um, but she was always very reassuring as well of me and my sister growing up in like who I was as a person and she'd like shout me with uh, confidence with compliments and praise and then slowly but surely I really started to believe it which I think goes for anything if you hear it enough times or even tell yourself something enough times you start to believe it whether it be for the good or for the bad so you know she'd say things like um oh that joke was really funny you're so clever or um it's so nice being around you and like uh you have such a fun personality like you're so pretty and all these things like that sound is really annoying sorry if you can hear the construction as I was growing up that was kind of like a constant theme so for me personally I then started to believe it and when people would ask me say at school or whatever like oh are you good at maths I could think well my mum thinks I'm clever so I must be clever so I can be like yes I'm good at maths because I'm clever and you know like 
those words, that belief was there already, which was so great. And I'm so thankful to my mum for doing that because I'm sure if I hadn't had that like foundation, it would have been much harder to start off from. But likewise, I think it goes the opposite way. You know, if you hear enough times that you're a disappointment or you're not working hard enough or your grades aren't good enough or you're never going to amount to anything, like whatever the variation is that kind of fits you or things you've heard, you believe those too. And I always find that the negative sticks much quicker than the positive. Like you hear something bad once, you're more likely to believe it than if you hear something good like five times, you know? I, I think it's just the way we're wired. You know, there's that saying that, bad news travels faster than good news for some reason we just can consume it easier we believe it easier and I think it goes for the same as the way and the things that you believe about yourself which is a shame but also I think why confidence becomes such an ongoing struggle like throughout every phase of life so I definitely think growing up like as a child like between like one and 13 or whatever I was quite a confident child and then I think it always happens that when you hit puberty, when you're a teenager, your confidence like takes a hit, your self-esteem takes a hit because you know your body is going through all those weird changes. For me, Instagram and everything became a thing when I was a teenager. I don't have mobile phones or anything when I was a tiny tot. Um, I'm 23, if that helps any of you place what I'm talking about. But yeah, so Instagram became a thing. Obviously, there was still kind of TV and models and the Victoria's Secret of Fashion show, which I watched every year, um, and all of those things. But I think just being around that made it that much harder. And I actually remember, I don't know if this is getting too deep, but I remember the first time I looked in the mirror and didn't like what I saw. And I cried, like it was a shock to my system because I'm very fortunate to say like that wasn't a common occurrence to me because I had been brought up in this mindset and this belief that I was pretty and I was good enough and all of these things I really did believe it about myself which honestly I don't know how my mum instilled that in me or the my family instilled that in me but it really stuck which I was so grateful for but I think it was my 14th birthday or maybe even my 15th birthday and I was getting ready to go out for sushi with my friends and I put my outfit on and I looked in the mirror and I did not like what I saw and it was yeah just a shock to the system I literally broke down because I didn't know what to do with that information like this was new information to me I didn't know how to react to it how to respond to it and I think that's the same for a lot of people and I think growing up with technology our source for comparison and confidence does become really external it's no longer like what we think about ourselves but what others think about us is how we value ourselves and therefore our confidence is affected by that so it's our self-esteem and everything like that but I think it is important to remember that it really is an internal struggle not an external one I mean yes it's definitely influenced by external things but I think you need to start the work internally to kind of identify where you're at and how to build on that or boost that especially in 2021 with as many influencers and Instagram baddies and everything like that that we have it's really important to kind of look inside before you head to a social media platform to judge where your confidence is at. So with that, I think the first shift in mindset that I had to kind of adopt growing up as like a late teen was speaking kindly to myself. Like you have to think, how would you speak to your friends? You know, like if you look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, I'm so fat and bloated and my skin looks really bad. Would you say that those words out loud to a friend? 
no probably not you'd be like oh my gosh that skirt looks so nice on you it's a really good color on you like your hair's amazing blah blah blah. whatever example you want to give yourself and I just don't understand why there's so much like it's so different you should love yourself as much as you love your best friend and you should speak as kindly to yourself as you speak to your best friend and I think that's kind of an eye-opener when you whenever you have like a negative thought about yourself imagine yourself saying it to your best friend and imagine how she would feel or he would feel having heard that like they're not going to feel good so why do we inflict that on ourselves like it really doesn't make much sense but it's just how our brain works for some reason so speaking kindly to yourself is definitely easier said than done and it's I think it's really important to challenge those negative thoughts so maybe when you have a negative thought or think like oh, I look, I don't know, really tired today or whatever it is. Maybe combat that with three things you like about yourself or three things you appreciate about yourself, whether they are how you look or personality traits or the way you treat others, whatever it is, so that your mind shifts into making positive connections rather than negative ones or thinking those positive thoughts rather than the negative ones. Again, the negative ones always stick way easier which is so frustrating but I think by slowly making that transition to speaking kindly to yourself you'll hear it enough and then you'll start to believe it and then it's going to become like second nature I'm I've been practicing this for like years consciously and subconsciously I think but it's I can definitely tell that I speak a lot nicely and kindly kinder to myself now than I did when I was like 16, 17. Like I was not my friend when I was 16, 17, which really sucks because at the end of the day, you should be your own best friend. And I'm really seeing that now, especially being stuck in lockdown where I can't go and hang out with my friends as much as I'd like to. And I am spending a lot of time like on my own, whatever. Don't get me wrong. I obviously have my boyfriend of five years who I live with. So we hang out all the time, but obviously he only speaks nice things to me which again is really great and a really great confidence boost but when he's at work or whatever and I have time with myself I don't want to be spiraling in negative thoughts about myself I want to be being kind to myself and having a good time so yeah really important to remember definitely easier said than done but slowly and surely it does become second nature and just something that's ingrained in you and I think it's so true like there's that saying that the words you speak become the house you live in and I think that's so so true like that's such a good quote I'm not sure who said it originally I just saw it like on Pinterest and I was like oh my gosh that resonates so much because I think it's really true you know the words that you speak about yourself become how you view yourself and how you speak about yourself to others and how you put yourself across to other people so yeah just keep that in mind and think carefully about the words you want to use to describe yourself and how you view yourself when looking in the mirror or on social media or whatever it is I think it's really important so for me personally whenever I find myself kind of taking a hit to my self-esteem or having a period of low confidence which we all go through I mean we all have peaks and troughs with our confidence it's never like a solid thing you can rely on because it is influenced so easily by external sources I think it's really important to evaluate where those negative thoughts are 
being produced from or what's triggering them and for me personally it is usually Instagram or some form of social media so I would really encourage you to consider unfollowing or muting like toxic accounts or even friends on social media whatever platform you use most whether that's TikTok whether it's Instagram whether you know you follow people on Snapchat whatever your vice is I guess just take a look at it. I think it also becomes easier to speak kindly to yourself if you're in a good headspace away from comparison and jealousy or judgment, which for me personally, a lot of that stems from seeing people's posts on Instagram or models or Pinterest on Pinterest or the amount of likes I've gained on a certain post or whatever. So I would highly re recommend taking a step back and thinking about how certain people's posts make you feel and if they don't make you feel like inspired or empowered or like you've gained something positive maybe consider muting them or even unfollowing them altogether you can obviously always unmute or follow back again when you're in a better headspace but if you feel like you're being negatively influenced by someone's account i'm sure they wouldn't want you to be following them anyway and honestly it's so so nice being able to hop on social media like my Instagram right now is extremely curated to only be people who I find add value to my life I guess would be a good way to put it and just see pictures and posts that make you feel good and don't detract from your self-esteem or confidence because I think it happens very quickly and very subtly I guess is the word like without you noticing it just kind of creeps in because it's just there on your phone and the information and thoughts just kind of seep into your brain and you're not really conscious of every thought you have all the time or you'll then find like an hour later you feel a bit worse about the outfit that you're wearing that you thought at the start of the day was really cute and you don't know why it's just something to really consider and kind of look under a microscope at and see where those thoughts are stemming from and how certain accounts make you feel because I do think it really does have a big impact. And then obviously you can always take it one step further if you know you're still finding yourself in a really negative headspace and you do think social media is having an effect on that and completely uninstall the app if you feel like you need like a little detox maybe. I could probably do with one of these for a little like maybe a week or two weeks um, but over the years I have got rid of like Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat and honestly my phone almost feels lighter somehow just because my attention's being drawn into less places and I have more time to create or reflect on positive things rather than consume things that I know deep down aren't going to do me any good in the long run or make me feel less than which is obviously not what social media is there for I heard this thing we're going on a tangent but this has become a theme on this podcast I feel like I was listening to armchair expert with Tristan someone the guy who did social dilemma was on it Tristan whatever his last name is can't remember sorry but he was talking about how basically I don't want to scare you but basically how people with anxiety or depression or obsessive habits are more useful to social medias like the company Instagram or whatever social media company it is those kind of habits or personalities or kinds of people are more valuable to those platforms because they spend longer on social media they follow more people they watch more content and they just spend more hours on it so then they're getting 
exposed to more adverts and making the platforms more money from those adverts, which is really weird because the recommendations and everything that you get, you'll often find a, a more extreme version of what you've just watched. And usually that more extreme version is a negative one. So say you, the example they used was say you Googled like a diet. So you were looking at like the 16 to eight diet or whatever, which is a whole conversation in itself. I don't really want to trigger anyone with that. This is just the conversation they use. But if you're Googling like a certain diet or like vegan diet or vegan recipes or whatever, or like vegan recipes to lose weight or whatever it is, the next video they recommend maybe like Thinspiration or an anorexia video or a bulimic video or whatever, which obviously is horrific and a, a real issue that we have, but they're kind of promoting that to make your insecurities worse. And then so your self-esteem drops, so you become more anxious, so you spend longer on social media. And that to me was just kind of terrifying to be able to really see in that example how social media platforms are manipulating you for in a negative way for the worse which I don't know just made me want to install uninstall everything on my phone to be honest but it just makes me really realize and be conscious of who I'm following and what content I'm consuming and its effect on me which is obviously something I've said many a time in this podcast now but I just wanted to add that in there in case you hadn't heard that example or heard that view on social media um yeah something something to consider <laughs> i think more importantly though if you don't want to unfollow and you can't face uninstalling because honestly like we've lived with social media for so long now i feel like it would be like chopping off a limb at this point then at least try and unsubscribe to the idea that what other people think of you matters and i'm gonna say that again unsubscribe to the idea that what other people think of you matters. I can't remember where I heard this but I've heard someone say it. I'm sure it's like floating around the internet and don't get me wrong it's definitely easier said than done and something I only really realised recently but honestly in your day-to-day life if you look around you you will see that actually no one is looking at you. Now I don't say this to make you feel like small or insignificant or invisible in any way but I actually find it incredibly liberating to know that I can be out here living the way I want to live wearing whatever the heck I like and people for the most part aren't gonna mind like think about it this way when was the last time you judged someone for what they were wearing or vocally judged someone or disapproved of a stranger's actions I can maybe think of like a handful if any where like someone spat on the floor and I didn't like, I didn't verbally judge them. But in my head, I was like, I hate it when people do that or that kind of thing. But I think that just goes to show that people have their own lives, their own problems and their own situations going on that are much more pressing than you. And this is something I've had to say to Christian quite a lot. I'm not sure why, but he has this kind of mindset. It's really confusing actually to try and put into words and try and describe it. He's worried that people are going to view him in a way that isn't him. I don't know if that makes sense, but he's always paranoid. He'll like do an action or wear something and be like, oh no, I shouldn't do that because that stranger over there is going to think of me in this way, which was almost more twisted because it's like, how do you understand someone else's psychology? Like you have no idea what that person is thinking 
I'm just trying to say like that person isn't looking at you probably so I've literally said to Christian before like Christian I love you but you are not that important like people don't care about the hat that you're wearing down the street you know like they have much more important issues going on in their own lives like I think you have to realize like people have things going on beyond you (laughs) like it sounds so simple and again I don't want it to make you sound like isolated or that you're alone in the world but for me it's so freeing to know that this is my life like this little part of my world is mine and I'm living it for me and it doesn't matter what the person on the bus thinks of me because by tomorrow they would have forgot it may be like a fleeting two second thought but that's it I know it's definitely probably different when you're in secondary school and you're seeing the same or university or whatever and you're seeing the same people every day and that is that kind of weird popularity or social hierarchy that everyone seems to be on at high school don't worry like it 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 fails at some point like everyone gets over it and just starts living their life like normal humans but it's definitely something we all go through at some point so I know this is probably a lot easier said than done in those kind of situations but in your day-to-day life when you're just like out in public doing what you do it's very rare that someone's going to be looking at you to be honest so maybe next time you're feeling insecure about something or that someone is looking at you funny remember that this is your life you only get to do this once and take comfort in the fact that they're probably feeling just as insecure as you which I think is also really important to remember I think sometimes we can see our really pretty friend or our aunt that's got it all together or our neighbor that just always has the most amazing outfits or whatever it is but everyone is always insecure about something like you can idolise models or what have you, but in interviews I'll say like, oh, you know, I, I really don't like my teeth or my legs or whatever. It's like everyone has something that they're insecure about. So I think that's also comforting because I think the whole like motto of this podcast is that like you're not alone. And I think that goes for the same in periods of low confidence and periods of high confidence or just feeling insecure about certain things. Like everyone's going through those same rhythms. So you don't need to feel alienated by it you can take comfort in the thought that people everyone's going through it at some point or another in some form or another and yeah you're 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 probably not the focus of every stranger's attention then obviously like I said a hundred times definitely easier said than done but if that's how you feel if you're like kind of overwhelmed like how the heck am I going to go out into the world thinking no one's looking at me when this is kind of my been my thought process or been instilled in me for the last 10 plus years fake it till you make it that's the advice I'm going to give you guys again I think this goes with the whole like speaking kind to yourself thing even if it's kind of a lie like just fake it till you make it and you don't really have to believe it straight away and eventually the faking it will turn into believing it and just become second nature and something you don't have to remind yourself and prompt yourself consciously to do so yeah just be brave, be bold, fake it till we make it, no one will question you if you act confidently, which is from Sarah's day, I think she says that a lot over on her YouTube channel, and I think it's really true. And my last tip, but also probably one of the most crucial, which I have done a lot and has proved very useful to me, is through it all, remember why you're doing what you're doing, like what your purpose behind it is. So like, for example, I was once dancing, like maniac at a festival and a girl that I knew that was with us 
in our party of people um, came up to me and was like, oh my god, your boyfriend must be so embarrassed of you right now. And I could quite easily in that moment like recoiled and stopped dancing and withdrawn from that situation because she's verbally judging me. Do you know what I mean? Like that's not a nice thing to say to someone. Makes me feel like people are watching me because I was dancing like a maniac. It just makes me feel very insecure. But I knew that I was dancing like a maniac because I freaking loved the song and I wanted to have fun and I had paid like a lot of money to go to this festival and I wanted to enjoy every moment. So I danced harder than ever before. And you know what? That girl had no idea what she was talking about. My boyfriend wasn't even embarrassed at all and I ended up having like the best night. So in those moments where you can feel you're about to lose your confidence and your self-esteem, ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing and if it's because you enjoy it and it's fun and it's in alignment with the person you want to be forget everything else and just go for it I think this is so so important and just something that really builds your confidence because you realize that I don't know you can challenge people's negative feedback or negative thoughts about what you're doing or why you're doing it like sometimes you see people out in the street wearing the craziest outfits and I'm sure they get a lot of strange looks or disapproving looks or whatever but they know why they're wearing it they know that they feel great in that outfit they know that wearing that outfit makes them happy and that they feel confident in it so they will continue to strut down the street maybe hold their head a little higher knowing that they're doing this just for them and again I think that's super empowering and super just liberating to know that you're in control of your own life your actions and are your choices and knowing that your choices are benefiting you in whatever way they are and that can make you feel more confident in the process but yeah they are all the tips I have and my little splurge I feel like I spoke so fast just then this seems to be my issue when I'm really passionate about a subject I can feel myself getting faster and faster and like I've just been what is it half an hour I've been recording this podcast for and I've stumbled up I've messed up and it probably could have lasted a lot longer but because I'm like so fired up about this subject I speak so damn fast so I really hope you got everything that I wanted to get across from this podcast. I'm sure with time I'll slow down, but for right now, this is the pace we're going to have to stick with. But I just think it's so, so important. And this is the kind of thing that I wish like an older sister would have told me or yeah, just someone a little wiser than me or had experienced different things could have told me because I think it would have really really helped I think sometimes when you're in those periods of low confidence or low self-esteem you do really withdraw from whatever situation you're in and isolate yourself from other people because you don't want to talk about the fact like and make yourself vulnerable that oh you know I feel really bad about myself or I don't like myself today or whatever it is like you don't want to voice that because then it almost feels more real like if you say it out loud so yeah I think it's really important to just be candid about these subjects and just break down the stigma that everyone feels confident all the time or that low confidence shouldn't be spoken about because it's something everyone goes through at some point. They're probably definitely multiple times within their life, like many, many times people will go through highs and lows with their confidence. Like I said, it is an internal struggle that I think everyone deals with because we are so easily influenced by the external sources that I've mentioned like social media and everything like that 
So yeah, if anything, I hope you just speak a little kinder to yourself and are more intentional with your actions and your choices, knowing that they're making you happy and kind of unsubscribing from the idea that what other people think of you matters because it really doesn't if at the end of the day you can feel proud of yourself like you've done yourself well and that you've achieved something or you enjoyed your day or you can look back on that day fondly what does it matter what other people may or may not have thought it really doesn't and I know it's so much easier said than done but I just hope that me voicing this out putting it out there has kind of made you realize that maybe you could give it a go and see how you feel but I'm going to leave this podcast here. I definitely need a drink of water. I'm like sweating because I got so hyped up about this conversation. Um, So I hope you enjoyed it too. If you did, please go ahead and leave me a review. It would mean so, so very much to me. But I just want to thank you all so much again for being here. Obviously, this is a new venture for me, something I'm diving into head first, feet first, whatever the saying is, and just really getting stuck into. And I'm really, really enjoying the process. So I hope you're enjoying it as much as I am. I will be back next Tuesday with a brand new episode, which I'm so excited about. I think it's going to be a good one. So hopefully I will see you there. Bye.